Hi, it's Bikuni Wimala, and it's Thursday, May 27th, in case you're trying to keep track of the days. And uh, it's 10 a.m. here in Illinois, uh, and I'm glad to be with you. This is still, we're still in a really crazy time, and everything, everyone has a different take on reality these days. Um, so you may be in an area where everybody's being really good, still wearing a mask, still social distancing. If, if Even if they're going out more, they're being careful and trying to always take care of yourself and also take care of others. So uh, go with your own place of wisdom. It's not just your instinct or not, you know, when we talk about making those decisions for yourself, it comes from a place of wisdom, not from a place of fear or a place of impatience. It comes from a place of really doing the thing that you think is wise, and on reflection you realize, yes, this is wise. So I think during these times to err on uh, being more careful is a wise thing to do. And we don't need to be impatient. We can go step by step the way the way the, the people we trust are encouraging us to do. And just keep following that wise judgment of yours that you make from listening to wise people and wise sources. So, uh, um, you know, I'd recommend you not pay a lot of attention to conspiracy theories or uh, probably trying to believe that there never was a pandemic and there never has been this virus. Those are probably not coming from the best sources. So we always have to temper our gut feeling with wisdom and insight. And the wisdom comes from being able to reach out and find the sources that are realistically wise sources. And if you feel like you don't have any of those in your world, then find a wise friend and ask them how they're, how, how they're making their decisions. But if you're going to err on any, in any direction, err on being a little bit uh, more careful and conservative about what you're doing. And that way, you're probably covering all the right bases. We can't, we're, we're entering into a new normal, and anytime we are doing that, uh, we have to take it slowly. It's like Buddhism, it's a very, it's a gradual path because we're transforming everything about ourselves, and we're, we're coming, we're every day going into the world a little bit different as a person. And I think this is what we're experiencing, too, with this pandemic. Everything is going to be different. And pretending that, pretending that it's not so is uh, only going to harm us in the long run or, or harm our loved ones or other beings. So we can take it gradually, as gradually as we are able to, based on our own circumstances, and I think then we'll make a better adjustment. We'll have fewer people uh, getting sick when they think everything's fine. But, it's, I mean, change is how we learn. 
right? If we never changed, we'd die. So change is our best teacher. So going, dealing with it, working with it, because that's the nature of this world. It's everything is impermanent and everything is always changing. So we've just been hit with a big lesson uh, without having, you know, thousands of years to prepare for it. But if we've been practicing, we are more prepared for it because we know how to become calm and we know how to like settle down and to calm our minds. That's part of our practice. Every time we sit, that's what we're practicing. We're practicing calm. Then from that, we become, as we become more calm and more settled, we develop insight and wisdom. And that process just continues. It's the path towards complete liberation. And so we can't take lightly the importance of being calm, making decisions when we're calm and when we're really allowing ourselves to let go of fear and anxiety and make decisions based on uh, more skillful thinking. So we can spend time together being calm and when we can be with our noble friends, people who are on the same gradual path in their lives, regardless of their religion or their faith, if their path is to learn how to be calm and reflective and contemplative and um, move into the world with the, with the most uh, freedom, with the least anxiety and fear, uh, that's, that's in any spiritual tradition, in any way a person decides to live a good life. Those are components. So we always want to seek out people that, that share the same basic philosophy of life. It doesn't, all, it doesn't ever have to be because we, we have the same dogma. The, the dogma is just what makes something become a religion. What the Buddha taught us was very basic. He taught the Eightfold Noble Path, which is how we balance our lives and how we, how we see all the places where we need to uh, use that insight and wisdom and being calm and find balance. And he taught us through the Four Noble Truths how we can see reality as it really is. And uh, his teachings are pretty simple beyond that. So we can, we can be following his path without having to identify as a Buddhist. We can be following the path of Christ. We can be following the path of every other religion that has the spiritual components of loving-kindness and compassion and sympathetic joy, that joy for others, that moving out to others, and equanimity. Those are the, those are the qualities that we need to see in the spiritual path to, to see the validity of them. So we can all learn and share from the paths of others as well as from our own 
path. We, we always want to be sure we're not too narrow because we have to be in the world. So if Buddhism fits for you and works and you want to take on that tiny identity, that's fine. But remember, in the end, we have to let go of all those labels. We can call ourselves a Buddhist, but we, we might not be living the path that the Buddha set out for us. So the labels don't make much difference. Okay, let's sit and have some calm minutes together, okay? So gradually, be sure you're in your posture. You probably already are. Close your eyes. Or leave them kind of half open, but gazing downward if you like. Breathe in and out through your nose if you can. As you begin, we're always being conscious these days of breathing in our belly. Your meditation can be your practice for getting that breath down into your belly. doesn't have to be like a deep, uh, deep, powerful, pulling it in. Your natural breath can move down into your belly. Put your hand there and feel it. If we're in a place of fear or tension or strong emotion, we tend to just breathe very shallow breaths and just into our our upper upper chest. But we want to be sure and learn about letting that breath, that our breath be felt in our bellies. But we're being aware of our body breathing. We're not trying to force the way we breathe. Just our awareness will allow us to feel our breath in our belly, and then it becomes easy to start doing that as your everyday practice. Be sure you feel grounded. And by that I mean you can feel yourself coming Everything's coming back into your body. Your mind isn't scattered. Sometimes our minds just are scattered. And we sit to try to help that. So breathing is the first way we want to help that scattered mind come back. Come back to the present moment. Being aware of the breath. There's a lot of construction noise going on on the street next to my building. So if you hear that, it can be your teacher. 
that means you can see if you can just let it be, whether it's a pleasant noise or an unpleasant noise. When we're working with our body, and that is basically working with our senses, the five senses that we all learned when we were younger, and with the Buddhist teachings, we include our mind as a sense. So that's all of our thoughts. So whether we hear unpleasant sound, like the drilling and cutting through concrete that I can hear, or we hear a pleasant sound, like a sound of a bird or water falling, we want to let both uh, our preference and our dislike, our aversion, just let that go and just Take in whatever is present, be okay with that. And that's why those things are good teachers. If it's difficult to stay with your breath and you do feel that your mind is jumping, leaping out over, over the breath and going off into all kinds of different monkey mind poses, uh, you can count your breath. If you do that, you can count uh, each breath as uh, one, the in-breath, one, the out-breath, two, in-breath, two, out-breath. But just go up to five, five breaths that you count. And then after you do five, then if you want to continue that, let the next one be one again. Keep it as simple as possible, but it's better, it's easier for most of us uh, to not keep counting above five. Then we get caught up in the numbers and wondering if we've skipped a number. And if we lose our mindfulness, we definitely forget our count. So five is pretty, five works for me. And after you do that for a while, you probably won't need to do it. But if you are really, if you feel scattered mentally, if your thoughts are really carrying you away and you're not able to decide which ones you need to feed and which ones you can let move on their way, while we're learning that, the counting is a very good way because if you're counting from one to five, you know very quickly if you've lost count. 
And if you've lost count, it means you, you're, you've lost your mindfulness. So you just go back and start with one again. So try that counting. Just practice coming back to your breath every time you get sidetracked by a thought. A thought or a daydream or anything that pulls you away from your breath. Keep relaxing your body. If you, you may notice that your breath isn't being felt with the rise and fall of your belly. So maybe you're becoming 
tense or something has arisen that kind of jerks you away from that deeper breathing. So just let that relaxation and calmness spread through your body. When thoughts arise, just randomly, let's just try to let them rise up and go away on their own. If you have time to sit and be with what arises with your body, that's what you want to build your practice time up with. We first want to become calm. Then we begin working with the body as we've learned to let our breath calm us. We can work by seeing where things are arising in our body. We, we begin to recognize what's, what's rising for us. And we can accept whatever is there. Then you can spend that time being more aware of it, investigating it. Imagine you're just walking around that issue, just trying to see it from different perspectives. It may be something very old and coming up, and maybe it's come up all your life. Maybe it's come up and you haven't wanted to look at it. And if you feel you're ready to work this way, that's a very good thing to do. Allow those things to rise up and see them, recognize them, and just become aware aware of them and accept them. It might be from deep-seated fear or abandonment or anger, but it might seem very familiar to you, but you've been able to repress it. But as you begin to relax and your practice continues, Repress, you'll see how difficult it is and unhealthy to keep repressing things. But if you see those things arising, we began by just recognizing them, accepting that they're there. And just putting our awareness and our attention on looking at this Not our thoughts, not our thinking mind. Sometimes we need to just accept those feelings are there. We, we might need to ask that feeling to sit with us every time we practice.
But after we investigate for a while, then we can go to a nurturing place. And know that by nurturing ourselves, we'll be able to work with even the most difficult emotions. But we have to nurture ourselves and be strong enough ourselves. In the meantime, we can feel like we nurture that emotion in the sense that we nurture the little child that may have felt it. And then nurture ourselves now. This will be okay. I can work through this. I can sit with this and allow it to pass through me and eventually it will actually be ready to leave. And then we come back, we, we let go of it for the time being and come back to the present moment. Because most of those things that arise, those would feel like deeper emotions rising up in us. They aren't from the present moment. They're from the past or they're from worrying about the future. So when we come back to the, our neutral position, we're actually coming back to that present moment. We do this like one little session at a time. We come back to the present moment and then just be with our breath. And then let's, let's end the meditation. If you can, keep practicing. And if you, if you can't now, maybe you can come back later and work with that. But when we come back to the present moment, we let go. We don't stay in that uh, place of anguish or pain that might come up from the past. We're recognizing it. We're accepting it. But we only we can look at it Sometimes only once, and that's enough. And then that emotion sees that it's being recognized, and it's actually able to go through us and leave quickly. But we don't stay in a place of uh, hurting with that. That's why we come back to that nurturing place after we have that little session with ourselves. And then we come back to, the, to our present moment where we can actually feel and know that in this present moment, everything is okay. The world may be crazy right now, but right now everything is okay for each one of us. If we, if we think we're not okay in the present moment, it's something going on in our minds. So for just this breath, just this moment, everything is okay.
So we didn't do metta practice today, so let your homework be doing metta practice at some point today. You might be doing it the entire time you're uh, cleaning your room or washing dishes or walking the dog or walking yourself. Uh, Or you might like to sit and do it, but do it because we all need to practice loving ourselves, caring about ourselves, because that's the only way we know that we're going to always be able to care about others and love others, because we know how much we need it. And so our compassion will allow us to be sending it out that infinite way to others. So have a beautiful day, and I will see you again tomorrow, and then the next day is Sunday. So the days that I do videos are on the days that the temple doesn't have a service in the evening. So that's four days a week, and it's on YouTube and on Facebook, so enjoy, get what you can from them. Hopefully it allows you to find a time in your day when you can be uh, feeling calm and feeling peaceful and feeling happy. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you so much for letting me come into your lives. Bye-bye.